0: Here's your host of Sound Off, Brad Bennett.
1: Well, we are back for the third and final hour of Sound Off. We're going to wait for Brad to get to the microphone. We've been having some programming issues here, uh, and we are, I'm sure Brad was expecting to start a little later than this, but uh, we'll get him here to the microphone in a short period of time. And so glad you could join us for this Monday, February 5th, the start of the week. Yeah. we get to start making money. Yeah. paydays Is payday this Friday? I think it is. Well, that's good. 39 degrees at the Army Corps of Engineers in Canal Park. 39 degrees. And the winds are calm. Calm winds and 39. My goodness. This is just some pretty remarkably uh, mild weather that we're experiencing. 48 degrees in Superior right now. And we'll get Brad to the microphone here in a short period of time. And no, oh, not yet. Okay. Well, we'll get to him. And when no, we, I'm oh, here. There he is. There he is. Okay. Hi, Brad. Yeah, we had a little How earlier start than we had planned. Yeah. But we're back.
2: So, uh, did, did we? Uh, we did talk to Don, and Don. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. Don's right. There's a there is a lot of people. You know, you can say yes. There's some mental illness. There's and there is, and a lot of it is brought on by drug use or overuse fentanyl, all kinds of things. But there are also just a lot of people that are mean and nasty and angry in this world. And we have got to start taking control and supporting our police department. We put them in some very, very tough situations. And you you look at that situation that happened. It was on our news now this morning about the guy that came out of the doorway with a knife and went out a went out a police officer, and the officer shot him. that guy will probably live, and then he'll go to court, and he'll say, "Well, I had a mental problem. I was strung out on uh whatever it was, and now the police department the police department didn't need to shoot me. they didn't have to shoot me I said, I'm going to sue the Minneapolis Police Department or whatever this was Rochester I think I'm going to sue the police department, and they'll win some huge settlement." Because because the police officer didn't have to shoot him, he could have got stabbed, and that would have been okay, I guess. It, it, it we have things are really turned around in this country, and and so much of it is because we are we are full in our uh, legislative areas, in our city councils, in our county boards, full of liberal-hearted socialist wannabes that really have. No love of the way this country was uh, was first put into place and was carried on over all these years. They want to change America. What did What did Barack Obama say? We're just we're days away from fundamentally trying to change America. Well, yeah, fundamentally to we change it the way days you want away it. From fundamentally transforming the United States of America. That's right. Fundamentally transforming it to the way we want it to be, not the way it is now. You know, and we got along just fine all these years. Now, there are good things happening uh, in this country, and I'm, I, I get so wrapped up in some of these terrible things that we sometimes forget the good things. Um, the charges that have been brought against uh, Officer Ladegren down in Minneapolis, who shot Ricky Cobb, who was dragging two of his law enforcement uh, brothers away, um, that has stirred a big outpouring of support for Lodegren. Uh Several law enforcement organizations have partnered together to raise funds for Minnesota State Trooper Ryan Lodegrin, his family. <clears throat> he has a young wife and a young child, I mean a year year-old child, uh, an outpouring of support from the public In response to the incredible outpouring of support And request to help Minnesota State Patrol Officers Association The Minnesota PPOA and the LELS Have created a family fund for Trooper Ryan If you would like to help out You can simply contact them The Minnesota Police uh, and Peace Officers Association sent in a post on social media In response to the incredible outpouring of support and requests to help, the Minnesota State Patrol officers have created a family fund for Trooper Ryan. We hope that everyone will consider donating as well as praying for Trooper Ryan. I know some of you just can't tolerate the idea of prayer, but prayer does help. Law Enforcement Labor Services, which is running the fundraiser, is the largest public safety union in the state and provides professional legal representation for law enforcement. And a lot of good is going to need it. This whole thing will now uh, become a legal thing, you know, and again, you had a criminal many times over convicted criminal who was not supposed to have a gun in his possession, was not supposed, he knew he had a gun in the car, and he was going to do everything in his power to not respond to what the police asked him to do, which was get his hands off the wheel, shut the car off, and get out of the car. Because he knew that they were going to discover the gun in the car, and that would lock him up for even longer. The state trooper discharged his firearm after Cobb, Refused to exit the vehicle during the traffic stop. Video of the interaction shows Cobb placing his hands on the gear shift of his car as state troopers were opening the door to remove him. Um, Cobb ignored repeated commands to exit the vehicle, and video footage shows the car moving forward while a state trooper reached inside and attempted to remove him. I just, uh, I, I got you know, dragged, one of the responding officers can be heard saying on the body cam footage, Cobb was wanted for a felony order for protection violation issued in Ramsey County at the time of the incident. When he was stopped, they contacted Ramsey County and Ramsey County said, please arrest him. We've had a lot of positive comments and response. The charges have sparked outrage among members of the Minnesota law enforcement community. And remember, the new Hennepin County Attorney Mary Moriarty has made politics and ideology her source of material, not the law. The law is well established and clear. Law enforcement may use reasonable force if they are confronted with death or great bodily harm. The state trooper made a critical and necessary decision to use reasonable force during a dangerous and, dy- and dynamic situation. Law enforcement officers die in similar situations all over the country every year. Legislative leaders have also weighed in on the case with, uh, Rep- with Republican House Minority Leader Lisa Dumuth, which we've had on this show before, saying the public should not tolerate a system where political ideology and personal contempt for law enforcement is put above the letter of the law. In fact when we do that, we are basically saying, you know what? We're not going to uh, we're not going to back police. So why should we have laws? Just let people do whatever they want to do. Anyway <clears throat> Kenny, didn't we get Don on from Aiken? You sent me another note, Don. No. I think we've had a... No, oh. we got we got that, him on. Yeah. Oh. Don, are you
1: there? No, we already got him on. We got oh, him, we on had before, him on okay. before the top God, of the hour. That's yeah. what I
2: thought. That's what I thought. Okay. So let me go back uh, real quick here. Um, let me go back to this, uh, to this story about what is going on with this attempt by this very secretary, very small group of people that was put together by Schumer... to come up with a new law, come up with a new border program. Uh, Breitbart News has highlighted many of the critical issues that will be carefully read before Schumer rushes to a scheduled vote on Wednesday. Will there be a provision to ensure that parole migrants leave the country after two years, or will it include various legal loopholes To help them get green cards, bring up their families, and win citizenship, which is basically what is going on here. If the parole parole workers are forced to leave after a period of work, this giveaway would be a gift of cheap labor to companies seeking to suppress American wages. The parole workers would be welcomed by some Republican legislators because it ensures that donors get cheap labor without also giving away new voters to Democrats. This whole thing is really about politics. It, it truly is. In the early 2000, President George W. Bush pushed his plan via his Any Willing Worker program, which was almost the same thing. Democrats shot down the program then, but may support a new version to help Biden get through the 2024 election, because they see that his polling numbers are dropping like a tank. And so they've got to find a way to prop him up to support him somehow. If the parole workers can stay, the border management would dramatically expand legal migration above its current level of one million people per year, much to the disadvantage of American families. Um, but Sinema, the this is the independent uh, uh, senator from Arizona, Sinema said that migrants with children will not be detained at the border. In other words, if you're coming up And you got children dragging along, just come on in. And in fact, they've proven many times that the migrants who seek asylum, some of the children that they're dragging along with them aren't even their own children. But that that doesn't matter. This is a huge court-created loophole that has long been exploited by men who bring their children and sometimes, according to this news story, other people's children to walk out of detention. Cinema also said the migrants could be released under electronic surveillance, which is a critical issue because supervised release allows migrants to get the jobs they need to pay back their high-interest loans to the smugglers and cartels. If migrants are not released, few will risk taking out loans and mortgages to make the trek, and the number at the border will crash. Biden's administration is ignoring, is ignoring the shall detain law, which is, by the way, the, the way the re- law reads now, right now, says you shall detain under its claim that Congress does not provide it with enough funding to detain the migrants. So they've changed the legislation to may detain. In other words, if they've if they feel they've got the availability and they've got the room, then they will then they might detain them. But in most cases, not so much. Much of the nation's border laws are set by judges. This allows pro-migration groups, and there's so many of them in this country now to break or loophole laws that block the inflow of migrants. For example, California judges say that the border agency cannot hold migrants for more than 21 days. But 21 days is too short a time to fully process asylum claims, especially when there are millions of them backlogged, ensuring that few migrants can be held as required by Congress law until until the claims are, are decided. Now, in addition, the advocates say the bill tightens rules for awarding asylum. Perhaps, <clears throat> but it may not curb the alternative convention against torture side door that allows migrants to live and work in the United States. If they just show up at the border and say, well, you know, uh, I could be tortured in the country where I live now, now we just turn them loose and allow, give them a work permit. Also, advocates claim the bill is intended to accelerate the process of deciding asylum claims. So if new curbs reduce the approval rate by 50%, yet also double the number of processed claims, the number of economic migrants who get asylum will remain at the current level. So it really won't change much of anything. The bill reportedly includes a gift Now, listen to this, a gift of 50,000 extra green cards per year. Now, who's that a gift to? What's a gift to business? It's a gift to companies that need labor, need cheap, low-income labor. They'll get 50,000 more green cards. It's a gift to Fortune 500 to pull in more foreign workers by the various visa worker programs that displace American graduates. The programs, including the H-1B worker program, the L-1 program, transfer programs, the E-2 program for foreign business management business, allow companies to pay imported workers with offers of American citizenship. This pay with citizenship system is now used to keep roughly 1.5 million foreign graduates in a very wide variety of white-collar jobs sought by U.S. graduates, including scientists, computer experts, and journalists. But you can bring these people in from foreign countries and pay them a lot less. The bill reportedly allocates 250,000 work permits to the adult sons and children of foreign visa workers. This would be a new giveaway to the visa workers who bring their children to the United States. And a new hit to American graduates. Each year, roughly 800,000 American graduates from four-year colleges with skilled degrees that will lose out when visa workers can quietly steer Fortune 500 jobs to the adult sons and daughters of visa holders. The bill advocates... The, the bill advocates are touting a support border shutdown trigger in the, in the legislation. This is catnip for establishment reporters because it offers them a one-line summary of the legislation that makes Biden look good. This trigger would happen if 5,000 migrants arrive each day for a week or if 8,000 arrive in one day. But the terms and conditions may make this shutdown feature toothless. Worse, the trigger may make it more difficult than under current law for the president to shut down the border in an emergency. If so, that bill would allow Biden to keep importing illegals while making it more difficult for a future president to slow the inflow. So anyway, we got to take a break here, Northlanders. Uh, We'll come back. We'll get into more of this when we return with Sound Off uh, here on a Monday in the Northland.
1: KDAL time is 127, 37 degrees in Canal Park, 48 degrees at the National Weather Service in Duluth, and Superior, Brad, 49 degrees. Now, I'm not sure what's going on with the Army Corps of Engineers in Canal Park at 37. Well, let's Ooh. see. They just updated. 30, How does that work? 38. Okay. 38. Yet it's 49 in Superior at the Bong Airport, and both locations are reporting calm wind. It must be Beautiful. the open waters on Lake Superior, just enough cold water to drift over because the winds are calm. But uh, it is what it is, but uh, mild weather away from the lake, that's for sure.
2: You know, Kenny, that, that makes me ask the question, I guess, because we over the years we've talked uh, about how much of Lake Superior has been froze over. This year, almost nothing, right?
1: No, just bays, just some of the bays, yeah. and even some of the major bays, Shaquamigan and stuff, very little ice. And uh, I, I think we're going to skip past this winter. We're not going to have a winter. The winter uh, on the heels of the
2: most <laughs> snow ever. It It just fascinating
1: fascinates me
2: well listen northlanders we got a couple callers here but before we do that i want to i want to remind you if your garage door is stuck whether it's up or down or whatever Call Phil's garage door service to fix anything from broken springs to safety sensors, door replacements, or anything that has to do with your garage door. Phil's service team stands ready 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, year-round, and when you need that door to go up and down, Phil's Garage Door Service, providing residential and commercial garage door services, repairs, and installation since 1994. They are locally owned, veteran owned, and union operated. Phil's Garage Door Service in Duluth can be contacted on the internet. Simply just put into your computer philsgaragedoor.com, or even better, just pick up the phone and dial them at 218. 218- Phil's Garage Door, to make sure your garage door is working the way it it should work. Now, uh, we've got a couple of uh, callers here we want to get to. First up is our friend Mark from over in the Moose Lake area. Um, Mark, i got to first of all brag a little bit for you because I know you're a hockey aficionado. Um, Over the weekend, I have a grandson that uh That's in squirt hockey, and he's on a he's on a a traveling team out of the range area out of uh, Ebeleth Gilbert, uh, I forget what they call that. they've set a new school up there anyway, but he uh he made this traveling team, and they were in a you know, t- tournament and weekend up in war Road, War Road's home tournament, and they defeated Rosso, War Road, YZ. And I forget who the other one. Oh, and they and and they defeated Warroad yesterday to win the championship. Pretty great, pretty great thing. That's awesome. Anytime you can
0: go somewhere like that, and those are some big names, obviously, uh, for those that have been around a while in the state of Minnesota and the state hockey tournament over the years and so forth. And anytime, I don't care what level that you can go up there and beat teams like that, that's saying something. So, congratulations. Yeah, you bet.
2: Daniel, he's. (laughs) He's going hey, to be a keeper, you know a no no question. Rock Ridge, you know that's the name a broken, of the school. Yeah. How did you know I had a broken garage door? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, <Okay. laughs> believe me. I got, a, oh. I got a
0: spring that broke, and I, listened, I thought, you know, I got a broken spring, just what he's talking about. But uh, what, what else that I wanted to talk about, which is also broken, obviously, is this border. And, and oh. there's a couple of things. There's a couple of things that I wanted to chat about. And again, for any of the people on the left that listen to your show, and I'm sure there's a few. I just want to give them some facts on some things. When you give a $500 sure. million dollar credit card incentive to any illegals that want to come to the United States to, in the city of New York, and they're going yep. to close down schools, so kids have to uh, have to. Uh, we know that uh, obviously learning remotely isn't the key, but you're kicking kids out of school. They shut down um a afternoon after school place for them so they could also be housed now you're offering them credit cards to the tune of 500 million dollars depending on how many they're going to be there to be divided and you're going to tell me that's not incentive for them to come the other sick thing about this is tiktok now has directions has the amount that you're going to have to pay tells you what state you're going to go to They have detailed instructions on how you can get or where on the border that you can walk across where there is no agents to stop you. And and 300,000 in December alone. And if people don't think that that's not going to affect the economy of the United States, look at look and I want to put this in perspective. First of all, you have hospitals. You know, two hospitals closed in Arizona because they couldn't handle all the illegals that were coming in. And the doctors left. They couldn't handle it. and It was taking, costing too much money. Then how about the sewer and water? You know, taking baths and and, and going to the bathroom and all this. Uh, Now let's look at at the infrastructure, the electricity that's being used. All these things that the left is whining about that they don't have enough of, now it's going to be taxed even more. Because of the number of people that are here illegally, and now you're giving exactly. them money. Let them, I mean, this this is this is outrageous. And if people want more of that, think it, now five thousand per day. And here's what the law reads, or here's what the bill reads: if let's say only two thousand come in tomorrow, that means seven thousand can come in on Wednesday. So the average right. of five thousand per day. One point three. Well, million a let me.
2: Mark let me ask you a couple of questions. First first of all uh well you you talked about Arizona the hospitals but the same thing is happening in Colorado. Colorado is inundated with illegals right now and they're using the hospital systems to the point where regular citizens who have health insurance even and ways to pay for it can't get access to the hospital. But is there is there an easy answer is there, have you thought about it all? Is there any way to really shut the flow of illegals in? Yes, I, I, I've thought
0: about that a lot. I've shared that with uh, Congressman Stauber. Uh, you know, I chat with him quite frequently, um, and I get the scoop. I give him my scoop. He doesn't always like it, because um, obviously politicians have certain ways of doing things, and all those of us that are citizens who like to see things done immediately, this is not some, this is not some, something... As a sovereign nation, this is, this is black or white. Either you shut the border down or you don't. Either you come through the right. gate in my yard or you're going to get shot uh, type of thing. But don't, don't try and break into my yard without having some consequences. Realize that if I broke into Mexico, it's an automatic two-year prison sentence. Automatically. there's no. There, there, that's what happens. That's a fact. And any other country, realize we're the only country that has an open border like this? No other country on the planet has, a, has, it has an open border like we do right now. Here's the thing. You build the wall. You shut it down. You have gates, of uh, ports of entry. That's what it's designed yep. for. That's what our laws are designed for. And if you break those laws, again, I think that, listen, I chip my puppies. Why shouldn't we chip somebody that's an illegal criminal? And send them back, and if they come through the border, you wave a wand, it beeps, you're not allowed to come into this country. You're a criminal when you come across that border and break the law. That's just that's the first thing that you commit when you come to this country is a felony. Yeah. And yet, people go, yeah, oh, who, who, that? Well, we're trying to be human. Listen, if you want to change something and not, you've got to make, make your country better. Don't come here and make ours worse. Make yours. Overthrow your government or whatever you need to do and make yours better. There you Don't go. Make it ours worse. <laughs>
2: Boy, I'll tell you what, I, I agree with you 100% on the border. I've, I even said it last week, didn't I, Kenny? I said we should have four or five or six port of entries, and if you don't try to enter this government on the at that port of entry, you're arrested immediately, and I love the idea of putting you in jail for yeah. two years. Well, yeah. I had the idea of a corn
1: maze, but there really isn't any way to get through it. You can enter, no. <laughs> and then after being frustrated... For days, you just go back home.
2: You just go yeah. back to... Yeah, yeah. I guess that would work out, too. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, Mark, thank you very much. Let's let's move along to Fred we, from we gotta, Hawthorne. We've, we've got to oh, we get into this. we got to take a break. Yeah, we better get into this. Uh, CBS break News, Real Brad. quick. Okay.
1: KDAL time is 1.39, and uh, we are experiencing some extremely mild temperatures. I don't know if I want to say warm because at 49 I think you no, still have to wear a jacket. Warm.
2: <laughs> yeah. But it's but it's tolerable as as opposed to the way the weather normally is this time in York. Yes. 49
1: is the temperature right now in Superior and uh, here in Duluth. I, I'm glad you brought that up because normally we can expect 21 for our high.
2: Yeah, and we're yes. so
1: far above that it's it's crazy. We're
2: double that. That's mm-hmm. outstanding. Well, is Fred still holding? He is. Well, let's get him on. Fred from Hawthorne. Uh, Fred, good afternoon to you.
0: Hey, afternoon, Fred. One little comment about immigration. President Biden sure. uses one word. All you have to use is one word. Just say stop, and they'll stop coming. He doesn't have to issue an executive order or anything. But that, that's neither here nor there. Uh, on the police issue, where police have to kill the people to defend themselves. Uh, Sean Hunted has an idea. He has this uh, special round that actually disables people; doesn't kill them. It's called BYRNA, Burna. You probably heard of it. But anyway, it has tear gas and and other stuff in it. Uh, pepper spray, I'm thinking. But
2: well, yeah, really I'll care. tell you this. You know, the more I look at at what is really going on in the in the border? It, it it is as easy as Fred said. We got if our president would have started off day one instead of. Do you have the clip, at Kenny, of what he said? He he, he said we're we well, a land of Im- immigrants. We have to uh, if they're coming here looking for asylum, we should accept everybody. If instead of saying that, if he'd have just said stop, come here legally, apply. Legally, and if we accept you legally, then you can come here for citizenship. But otherwise, it it really is just as simple as you said, Fred. It's got to be. We've got to let them know that instead of calling down south and saying, "Oh God, you guys can't believe what it's like up here," they gave they gave us a five thousand dollar credit card to go out and buy essentials. They uh, put us up in a nice hotel on Madison Avenue. Uh, all these things, that's not going to stop people. That's going to bring more people in. We've got to we've got to do like Mark said. Mark hit it right on the head. We've got to have however many parts of entry. I think Texas has three. I think there's a couple across Arizona. Legal spots where you have to come across a bridge. You have to line up. You have to go through immigration. They can check under your car, see if you've got any contraband. All of that, we should open up the number of spots we need for legal immigration and then let people know if you get caught coming across our border anywhere else. Well, the other part of it is that we got to stop playing. Got to stop playing games with the border fence. There has got to be a building of a wall all the way across our southern border. People have got to know that if they're going to enter our country, they're going to do it legally, coming through a legal port of entry, or they're not going to do it at all. And if you get caught digging under, climbing over, catapulting over, uh, doing whatever, anywhere else along the border, you're going to be arrested. And then simply, uh, like they were saying, have a simple law. Instead of 380 pages or however many pages are in this this law, what did I say it was, 370 pages, how about just two pages? You enter through a port of entry. If you don't and you are caught coming into our border, anywhere else along the border, you will be arrested. And if you are convicted of entering our country illegally, you will be put in detention center, a holding tank, for two years and then sent back to where you came from, plain and simple. That will send up the biggest stop sign that you can think of in this country. The economic policies has pushed many native-born Americans out of careers in a wide variety of business sectors, reduced native-born American productivity and political clout. And you know what? It's allowed government officials to ignore the rising death rate, by the way, this is a legitimate thing. The, the amount of poor people in this country that are dying early is rising significantly because they have no way of achieving anything in life. The policy also sucks the jobs and the wealth from the heartland of, of America by subsidizing coastal investors and government agencies with a flood of low-wage workers. Now, I'd like to ask in the last few minutes we have of the show here today, tell me why we need to make Minnesota a sanctuary state. Tell me why we need to do that. Tell me why we need to send the word out uh, to Texas or to wherever that, send your illegals up here. We're going to make ourselves a sanctuary state uh, we're gonna give them benefits. We're gonna bring them in. We're gonna we're gonna fly them into uh, St. Cloud. Then we're gonna bus them down to Minneapolis. We're gonna put them up in hotels. We're gonna put them up in uh, wherever. Uh, we're gonna give them uh, food, shelter. We're gonna give them Target gift cards. Why? Why in the world would we want to do that? Vegetables would rot in the ground if they weren't being picked by many illegal immigrants. <laughs>
1: It's Jerry Nadler, by the way. He actually
2: said that. High pockets, yes. (laughs) Can you believe that? Uh, Unbelievable. Uh, Unbelievable. You know what? If they were rotting in the ground so much that we couldn't get them to market, the farmers would find a way. Most, Most real quality farming in this country is mechanized to the point that we don't need huge amounts of pickers out in the field anymore. There are some crops, yes. But it's it's just, by, by the way, I was talking about uh, my grandson's hockey excerpts over the weekend. Yeah. One of our one of our uh, listeners sent me a note. Said, "Did you hear about the new toddler hockey league?" Oh. Have you heard about this? Kenny? No,
1: I don't think so. They,
2: they start out in the wee pee class. Oh yeah, the wee pee Not the pee wee. Not the pee wee. No. but the wee. Yeah, they start them early there. Then, oh boy. Start them real early.
1: Yeah. Oh
2: yeah. <laughs> Well, listen. We've got to go to our uh, our Minnesota news break here pretty quick. So let me let me just let me end up the conversation about this this bill because I don't think this bill's going anywhere. I really don't. I I think we have enough common sense people uh, that'll make a difference. But we do have uh, there are lots of loopholes in this thing, and we'll talk a little bit more about that when we come back. But we'll be right back after Minnesota news.
1: He never tells me that he's sick of this house He never says, why don't you get off that couch He don't cost me nothing when he
2: wants to go out I want you to love me like my dog
1: KDAL time, 152. I want you to love me like my dog, Bradley. <laughs> I don't think anybody would love us like our dogs. No, you're right. Uh, that's a real song. Billy Currington, uh little country picker there, like, me, uh, like My Dog is the name of the song. That came out back in 2011. Say uh, real quickly, uh, it is warm away from the lake, 36 at Sky Harbor because of an east wind at 7.00. So it's relatively mm. light, but it's keeping it much warmer, 36 in uh, at Sky Harbor. But you go to Superior, to the Bong Airport, 49 degrees.
2: Geez. Now, just as a uh, heads up, and this is a little bit early, but uh, on Friday at the bottom of the 1 o'clock hour, one we we're going to have a visit from Representative Tom Tiffany of the great state of Wisconsin. And he will have just finished a tour down at the southern border. He's uh, going down there again uh really good stuff that he's going to have to report on about what's going on down there and things that are current. Uh so I want to let you in. know that that Tom Tiffany will be on Friday at one thirty-five. Friday the um, 10th at 1:35. Yes. Got it. Correct. Now, uh you know, when we're talking about all this illegal immigration and this bill that, you know, I don't really think is going to go anywhere, but there's no wonder illegal immigrants are flocking to America. They're they're getting billions a year in benefits that most Americans couldn't have afford if they wanted to. Activist Pamela Geller recently cited a New York Times report that found that the average American would have to make about $300,000 a year to to afford all the benefits given to illegal aliens. And that includes health care, education, transportation, housing, phones, legal aid, free tuition, and on and on. Brad, Brad, where's free for you and I? I mean, seriously. Uh, where's air. my free? it yeah, It's still there. You're no. there Well, they haven't figured out our charges for that yet. Come on, I want to vote Democrat, but I don't have anything for free. Uh, well. Where's my free? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I can I, I the can't thing vote Democrat without I think, without if, anything I think for if, free <laughs> Maybe you and I should try a should try a little test. How about you and I get together and we swim across the Rio Grande into Mexico, oh, and see how long we can walk around yeah. mexico and and with a hat in hand say, "Hey, we want some free stuff we We want the free stuff like you people get up yeah. in, uh, up in the u s They'd lock us up for two years, even right if we had bat.
1: radio equipment, we'd be doing the broadcast live on the air.
2: We're yeah, live on the still, air in Mexico and they wouldn't care. Oh. Give me that microphone, you're going to jail. Where's my free? Anyway. Brad, where's your free? Well, We've got listeners we, we that don't, want free. We are free to pay for everybody else, Kenny. That's what we're free to do.
1: Well, that's funny you say that because we're not free to
2: choose. We can't pick and choose. No. We're being forced no, no. to pay. That's interesting. Exactly. Brad. Interesting. It is we 've estimated, according to this story that I read this morning, if you just look at welfare programs excluding other types of services we 're looking at more than forty billion dollars a year that illegal immigrants are getting uh, you know and that research has proven previously found a majority of illegal immigrant households in the u s utilize welfare or public assistance programs much more than the general public. The biggest is public education. There are about 4 million children of illegal immigrants in public schools. Not only are they costing money for education, but in many cases, they're costing secondary language education because they don't speak English very good, so they've got to have English as a second language courses. I mean... This is costing at a minimum of $70 billion a year to you and I, the law abiding citizens of this country, to take care of other people simply because we will not say, Stop, we're full, we can't take anymore. Boy, I got wound up this morning. I, I, I'm going to have to go lay down for a while and then I'm going to take my dog for a walk. <laughs> Can it chill? There you go. There you go. Uh-huh. <laughs> I need that rhubarb or the <laughs> strawberry can. Fuji apple. It? Fuji apple. Fuji apple, okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, so the National no, Weather I'm... Service has even gotten in on this. They're uh, reporting now that there is this, uh, there is this uh, temperature um, change, this temperature gradient near Lake Superior with a classic colder-by-the-lake summer-like setup. Temperatures further inland are in the high 40s. With
2: mid to upper 30s near the lake. Woo! So, what would the temperature be at, say, like Floodwood right now? That's, you know, 40, 50 miles away from the lake.
1: I'll bet you 50 degrees. 49, 50. Because we're seeing that. We're seeing that uh, Hayward at last check was 51. uh, 43 up in Eveleth was the last check. So, very mild air. What's Aiken? But Aiken checks in at 37. Something
2: weird's going Jeez, on. <laughs> that is weird. That's yeah. a, kind of a pattern of the wind or something. Anyway, let me leave you with a smile on your face today. Uh, because if you look at Joe Biden's ratings right now, the latest approval ratings, first of all, you'd think that his ratings would be better than Jimmy Carter at this point, wouldn't you? Even though Jimmy Carter, by most authorities, has been rated the worst president you know, in a long, long time. Jimmy Carter in 1980 had an approval rating at the same time right now of 58%. Biden's approval rating, 38%. (laughs) That's got to make you smile, folks. We'll be back tomorrow with much more on Sound Off right here on 610 KDAL.